Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who are out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive-thru. Strange Brew Coffee House here in, tu- in Starkville or in Brupolo in there in Tupelo. It would be weird if Brupolo was in Starkville. Then it wouldn't, it wouldn't work at all. Be completely Strange Brew would. Right, Strange Brew is fine here, but, you know, Brewville, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Wherever you live, though, in our great state or our great country, you can get Strange Brew Coffee House every day. You just got to order it online, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, and they'll ship directly to your house. Whatever kind of coffee machines on your kitchen counter, they've got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. Whatever you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. You're looking for something different, you're looking for something delicious, and you're looking for something that's just uniquely Starkville. I would suggest a trip to Humble Taco. There's no other Mexican restaurant like Humble Taco, not just in Starkville, but anywhere in the state of Mississippi. They've taken your favorite southern dishes and turned them into Mexican classics. That's why it's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. When you're looking for something new and something awesome, and you want to see a great location, by the way, great patio, when the spring weather hits, it's going to be awesome, head over to Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs wants to remind you, first off, again, you've got to be following Firehouse Subs on Twitter. If you're not already, they were giving away double points today for my favorite, the Meatball Subs, so I took advantage of that. And whenever you order online with Firehouse Subs, they make it really easy with their app, and you're piling up reward points faster than just about any other app out there. So, locations to serve you in Starkville and Columbus, Oxford and Tupelo, Madison and Flowood. Go grab lunch today at Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk. Hello. A split. Mississippi State takes one game from Texas Tech, loses the other. But I would submit to you this. This is my, I don't know if it's hot takey or not, but they won both games because they got something out of both games. Now, the win is great. You wanted to get the win. But I I submit that Stinnett and Tuller, pitching the way they did, if they can build on that, is worth more than the win on Wednesday would have been. Yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. I think... Splitting that series uh, against a really good team, who, quite frankly, I think they had better, they were better set up pitching wise. I think they have a better setup at this point. I thought that that was uh, that was a win for Mississippi State, and on top of that, you got career performances from Parker Stinnett and Cam Tuller, two guys that we talked about before this series. You couldn't really count on when they came into the ball game. You felt you felt like something bad was going to happen. You felt like they weren't going to be able to get outs. Mm -hmm. They were going to walk guys. They were going to give up runs. They were not going to help you. Parker Stinnett came out on Tuesday night, 
got behind got behind in a couple counts early, but never let those at bats fall apart. He never he he wasn't walking guys consistently. He wasn't coming back and making a bad pitch. He stayed within himself, and you could tell midway through that game, midway through his appearance, he was starting to feel it a little bit. He was starting to get confident out there. And I saw the same thing in Cam Tuller. Both of those guys pitched with confidence. And that's kind of the key with these with these players. A lot of these guys have the potential. A lot of these guys have the stuff. They just don't have the confidence. Mikey Tepper right now, I don't think he has the confidence. I agree with that. Um, you need guys like that. Mikey Tepper is your is your top velo guy now with, with Landon Sims out. Tepper's got to get it together. He's got to be able to throw strikes consistently. He's got to be able to get outs. You need those guys to step up. And I thought that was a big development for State. There's there's not a lot of left-handed pitchers uh, on, on the staff right now. Pico did a great job he on did. Tuesday night well. coming in, Pitched well. shutting things down. That's really good to see a left-hander doing that. And for Tuller to come out through a career high uh, in innings, he struck out five batters. He gave up a, a walk the first to the first guy he faced and got out of that inning. Had two ground balls that should have been plays made by the defense. And other than that, it would have been a perfect performance from Tuller. So I, I really liked what I saw from him and Stanette especially. So that that's good moving forward. The bad is I, I don't know if we're going to see it from Jackson Fristo this year. I, yeah. I just well, – you know, what's it, interesting Right about now Fristo he's just, he's just not pitch, pitching incredibly well. The thing about Fristo that gets me is terrible second inning. Yeah. The other three innings he pitched were okay. They're okay. They're okay. He, but he made a couple. He gave up two walks, and that turned into a grand slam. And you just can't do that. And that's sort of what Stinnett did last weekend. It's what Tuller has done. So I think you might have to do sort of what you did this week with Stinnett and Tuller, and just sort of let him pitch through it. I don't know if you let him pitch through it. You know, this weekend Princeton is. Last time I looked, they were winless. You should be able to, to, to give some guys some innings this week. You should. should. I said that about Northern Kentucky, too, yeah. and, and you saw how that panned out. Well, this offense is going to have to be great. This offense yeah. – th- there's this offense – They had is, a rough day today. You you have no – at this point, you have no margin of error offensively. You, you're going to have to be really good offensively for the rest of the season because I, I just don't think State's going to pitch it well enough for nine innings to to allow the offense to – struggle like that in the game. I, I, I feel like this offense is going to have to hit really well for the rest of the year. Yeah. And they, they did not hit well at all against Texas Tech, and they didn't give themselves a chance. Cam Tuller gave them a chance to get in the ball game, mm-hmm. uh, loaded the bases one inning, mm-hmm. and had that, you know, they I think it was, a, it was a hit batter, a walk, and then a strikeout wild pitch. Yeah. Hunter Hines was, That's correct. got on base, and they couldn't bring anybody home. Yeah. And then they had a big inning brewing – had the bases loaded, I think again, couldn't bring couldn't bring more runs home. They brought in two runs, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Another inning had a runner in scoring position, couldn't get the big hits. Yeah. So the, there's just not a whole lot of clutch hits going on for Mississippi State's offense. Well, at least there weren't on Wednesday. Tuesday. Now, tu- oh, you said you said they weren't. Yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad. Now, now on Tuesday they had some clutch hits. Yeah. You know, especially we talked Hunter Hines. Oh, got to give you a lot of credit. That you were way ahead of the rest of us on, maybe not the rest of us, but a lot of people. I don't think anybody thought he was going to be as good as he's been. But you, you said pretty early on, you're like, this kid's a special. I'm a big player. fan of this guy. I mean, he, I mean, you can just he looks. I said this on Sports Talk. Yeah, he's what 18, 19? 
he looks like a major leaguer. Now, I'm not talking about the way, like his his swinger, just his build, his physique, you know, and demeanor, the way he carries himself. He Maybe goes, that's why State's not very good this year. They got all these big guys. Yeah, there's too many big guys. They get some more little guys. The the way that he carries himself is just kind of uncommon for a freshman. When he comes up there, I feel like he's going to get a big hit. I I don't ever when he comes up to the plate, I don't ever think, well, he's about to strike out. I I feel like he can have a big hit every single time he comes to the plate, and that laser home run he hit on Tuesday was just unreal. And then and then hit a a, a shot um on, in the gap on Wednesday to kind of get him going, broke up the no hitter. Mm-hmm. The guy is just a a great hitter at yeah. that at that stage in his career. And what he's done in the last two weeks has been pretty incredible for a freshman. Yeah. I said earlier this week that, you know, State 4-1 and one this week is fine. You can split with Texas Tech, sweep Princeton, no problem. You'll be back on track a little yeah. bit. Next I mean, week, you, you need to be 3-1. and one. You need to beat Binghamton, and you need to take two out of three on the road from Georgia. You need to do it. Yeah. You've got to find a way to do it. Georgia's not looking nearly as not good great. as I thought. They but lost I mean, two out of still... three to Georgia Tech. Yeah. They're beatable. Um, but like I said, Stinnett and Toller, you've got State just doesn't have a whole ton of pitching right now. They need every available guy pitching respectably. Mm-hmm. And Stinnett, I mean, do we see him now as a starter? I mean, I, I feel like he showed he showed that the bullpen is not for him. But that start was he pitched well. It might be better for him to come into a ball game and maybe get acclimated a little bit. He's the reverse lingering. Could be. Yeah. I mean, it, it might not be Mississippi State's best interest to bring him in with a runner on second yeah. and nobody out in the eighth inning and you're leading by one run. You know, maybe let him get his his bearings early in a ball game. Let him get into a little bit of groove. That might be his spot. And might I mean, take a little bit of pressure off because it is a completely different mindset when you start a ball game when you come in out okay. of the bullpen. So then my question is. We feel like, you know, they haven't announced it, but we feel like Friday, Saturday is some combination of Preston Johnson and Cade Smith, right? So on Sunday. Or they're Saturday and Sunday and you got to get a Friday guy. That I seems mean, highly unlikely. I would think, it? but I don't, you know, I was not expecting Parker Stinnett to start well, on that's, Tuesday. That's my question. Is, or Fristo. Could Stinnett do, you know, start the game on Sunday and just do like a turn through the order? Give you this maybe, week, yeah, I do, doubt it. He threw, like, I think he threw, he a, threw like ninety something pitches. Could he? Could he do three innings on Sunday as a starter? Not this week, I don't think. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's four days rest. Yeah, I wouldn't do just it just to early. get him reset for next week. This early, I would not do that because mm. I feel like he threw ninety. He threw like ninety five pitches. I'm not letting him. I don't want to come back on a short rest like that. I would much rather see him next Sunday. I would like next Sunday's rotation to be Smith, Johnson, Stinnett. Which means he couldn't pitch Tuesday against Binghamton, which is fine. You should still be able to beat them. You might can throw first step back out there on Tuesday, but yeah. you're starting to lose a little. Faith and then we'll see him. what happens with Casey Hunt and Stone Simmons. Got to get them. They need Casey up. Hunt back, and they need they need Casey. Well, they definitely need Stone Simmons back, but they need Casey Hunt to get back into the mix and be a starter. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to get either in the midweek or weekend spot. Yeah. They've got to have a guy like him. Get back in there and competing because they just don't have the guys right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what you do with with the midweek and the weekend. I, I don't know what's going to happen this week. I mean, 
I, I feel like you're probably going to move those other two up for Friday and uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to move Preston Johnson if you don't want to. I think you're moving but, Cade Smith. That's, that's what yeah. I'm going out on the limb and saying. You could, I mean, you could move Preston Johnson up a day and Cade Smith up a day, so that's not as drastic. But, I mean, they're still going to have five, uh, six days rest, yeah, I guess, yeah. even if you do that. So, I mean, it's, it won't be too bad. But I, I just won't be totally surprised. because Honestly, Robbie, the, I'm not saying it's desperation time, but you've got to get things figured out this week because next week starts out. SEC. I wouldn't be surprised to see Stinnett go on Sunday just to give him just, just 50 pitches. I don't know if they're going to throw that many in a week. That's a lot of pitches. It is a man. lot of pitches, but we're talking about f- four days rest, and but then we and don't then know he, how and his, then he would have. We don't know how his arm bounces days. back, I, and we don't know that, right? But then and you'd he, have seven days rest before you had to go again on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he could so, theoretically, but the best case scenario is that we find out tomorrow or today, as you're listening, I guess, that Casey Hunt is going to start this weekend. Yeah, that feels like the best case scenario. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think it is. But uh, according to the reports, that's the best case scenario. According to the reports that we saw on Tuesday, you know those guys have not been pitching. Yeah, St- uh, Stone Simmons and Casey Hunt. Yeah. So, I mean, even why? if you do bring them back, I mean, you're going to have to work them back in. Why so? Uh, why so tight lip with the injury information? I don't know. I, I don't know. I you know I feel like we all are like when, pretty much leaning on where Landon Sims is at this point. Yeah, when Gen got hurt, like. They basically came out and said he's going to be he's hurt he's going to be out for indefinitely and then it turned into he's out for the season and yeah. it was pretty quick and they were they were pretty open about it. And I mean, it's like let's like I told you the other day like Stone Simmons has to be hurt and then Chris Lamoni says no we just wanted to go to Parker and then he doubled down on it with and me then he comes back yeah. and then he comes back on Tuesday and says well he's been injured yeah well like I just I I guess I don't get if, I don't if a guy's like, out he's out yeah you know. I mean, I, and what's is I Andrew Walling hurt? I mean, what what is going on with this pitching situation right now? I I almost guarantee we'll see it Walling this weekend. I'm just I'm a little surprised he didn't get. Would some you time start this. him on Sunday? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you don't feel great about anybody. So what? Like, yeah, exactly. You might once as well past, throw some guys out past there. Kate Smith and Preston Johnson. It's it's a total crapshoot. You know, just put your hand in the hat and pull a name out, and whoever it is, it is. I mean, I, I said it the other day. I firmly believe that that 2017 staff, I felt better about that staff than I do about this bullpen right now. Yeah. I mean, I just don't feel great about the guys trotting out there. I, yeah. Cam Teller had a great game, but he's got to sustain that. I've got to see that. it twice. Yeah, I've almost I, seen I wanna, it once. I want to continue to see that. I, that that could very easily be a fluke. One thing I that's see good that. about it is, is who they're playing. This wasn't your regular midweek, you know, playing all corn. Right. Kind of, this is a good a lineup. Good Texas Tech team that can hit, and you were able. They got to a go first round draft pick in that lineup. You, you were able to go out and get outs. That that's good news. That makes you happy. Yeah. But they, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I, I want to see them do it more than once. Mm-hmm. You know, and same with Stinnett too. To be honest with you, you know. And listen, Stinnett, Stinnett looked really good. I know it was Grambling, but he rolled through that lineup, yeah. and he didn't have you know he he could have very easily no walked pressure. the park. There's no pressure. But the, there kind of was. I though. guess there was. Yeah, that game was only two. It was close. Yeah, yeah. But he pitched well against against them, and he's two out of his last three games. He's pitched really well. Yeah. So hopefully that is the trend, and it's not, you know, just an anomaly or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you, these guys have these guys in the bullpen have got to step up. There's tons of talent there. They've just got to step up, and I, I'm I'm a little disappointed in what we've seen from Fristo at this point. I was I was hoping that he would take a jump, and right now he's just kind of yeah he's 
he, he's kind of where he was last he's year. Late. Water. Yeah, we, I just a, I felt weird because like the first inning he was he was great, right? Struck yeah. out a couple. You look sharp. I'm like, all right, here we go. And then the second inning, you know, you get an out, then you give up a hit, a couple of walks, and then the, the next thing you know, the ball's over the over the thing, and it's four to nothing, and it's just like. And you could, and one thing you could tell, by the way, if you ever wanted to know how you know state is with the bullpen right now, the fact that he pitched another two innings after that tells you everything you need to know. They they were like. It doesn't really matter. They're trying you, to get you have to give us four innings. They're trying to get four or five innings from every starter, right? That they're getting because yeah. they just they don't feel like think, they can put a, a guy in there and to then pitch Smith along. and Johnson. Both of those guys, even though it's early in the season, it's going to be the opposite of last year. Mm-hmm. Smith and Johnson will both get close to one hundred pitches this week if they, if they can. Yeah, if if those guys can take you to the eighth inning, you're going to they're going to try to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So. Very interesting. And just times. hope you build a lead and yeah. somebody can get three outs. I mean, did you feel safe at all on no. uh, on Tuesday night? Well, I think I texted you. I said I think this is about to get away from them. And it was ten to five. It was ten to five, but they had and a couple the guys seven. they had a couple guys on and I was like, I just I don't know. Yeah. And you know, then Pico Cone came in and pitched well and got him out of everything. When they got out of the eighth, when Pico got him out of the eighth, I, was I like, felt okay. I, was I felt like, like he could I was do like it. he can get three more outs. Yeah. yeah. They're not gonna score six in the ninth. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef is what's for dinner. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. If you're cooking out this weekend or any weekend, throw some steaks on the grill, grab a tri-tip, put a brisket on the smoker, some burgers if you just want to keep it easy. Whatever you're looking to cook, there's always a solution with beef. So put beef in the shopping cart to help your family out and also help out 15,000 of your fellow Mississippians, our beef producers here in this state. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats over there in the heart of the Cotton District. Whenever you're in Starkville, if you're going to be in Starkville this weekend, go to Two Brothers. If you're going to be in Starkville next weekend, go to Two Brothers. Whenever you're in Starkville, if you live in Starkville, just go to Two Brothers. It's a great meal. It's a great time. Every time. Guaranteed. It's the personal Haydad stamp of excellence. Every time you go to Two Brothers. Head over there, get some smoked wings, grab some nachos, grab a couple tacos, and have a great meal on some smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's a really simple process over at Advantage Business Systems. It's great products and great service. And I know that everybody promises that. But not everybody offers the same selection that Advantage Business Systems does. They literally have everything your business needs for, for technology. They have copiers, printers, fax machines. People still use those, by the way. Did you know that? It's not just, it's not just for signing day. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know they were using anything other than signing day. No, no. They, they have a wide variety of applications, evidently. Well, So... That's all great, but then it's a service where they really stand apart at Advantage Business Systems because it's not a big box store, it's not a 1-800 number, it's not a call center overseas, it's not 7 to 10 business days, it's 601-362-9192. And talk to somebody at a desk here in the state of Mississippi, and we'll get out there today or tomorrow, and we'll get you back up and running. That's the difference with Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Robbie, today very well could be the end of an era at Mississippi State, uh, as Ben Hallen will coach in the SEC tournament today uh, against South Carolina. I believe it's a 5 p.m. tip uh, central time uh, here in Mississippi, taking on South Carolina, and could possibly be his last game as the head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Is that your opinion? Is this Ben Howland's? That, that we're at the point now we have to make a definitive statement. Is this his last game? Yes. So not only are you saying that he is getting – he's not only are they going to replace him, you're saying they're losing this game. Uh, I'm leaning towards him losing this game, yes. 
I, I'm sorry, I just saw the Vanderbilt-Georgia score. Yeah, Georgia's done. Georgia's melted Vanderbilt's in. getting some revenge for football. Tom Crean is... 14 points at the half. That, that's another guy that's on his way out, Tom Crean. He's already done. Yeah, he's already been fired. Yeah. Uh, expected to be some, some some changes in the SEC. I think Conzo Martin's probably out. Is this really going to happen, Conzo Martin? Looks like it is. Okay. And then... With, I, need, I need it to happen so I can feel vindicated for saying that he was fired like yeah, a yeah. month ago. And then Will Wade is probably in trouble. It's yeah. about time. Yeah, it, it, it's finally happened. This guy's thumbed his nose at the incident of Blade. They should, they should force him out just for that. I don't, I just don't for dis- him. Just I don't disagree. Saying nanny nanny boo boo. And, and then there's Howland, who you know. I think you go back to October and November when we would talk about this team. We all said it. We said it's it is literally NCAA tournament or bust. Either get into the tournament or go somewhere else. And I said in December that I didn't see it. We're not till I told you so just yet. It's but it's coming. You're waiting. I'm gonna wait. I said I, I said hold off, and then like two weeks later, I was completely off the train. Yeah. But this team has played poorly. Now, obviously, they've had some injury issues, but they are still better. Shouldn't than this be record. this bad. They're 17 and 14. Yeah. They they should have at least four more wins. Mm-hmm. At least, and they would be in. They were twenty-one and ten right this second. They would be in, no questions asked. And I don't even have to. I'm telling you, I'm finding four wins against crap teams. And that's how close they are, but also how far away they are. Because yeah. right now they have no chance unless they win the tournament. Yeah. What's funny is, and it's sort of like the same when you look at it. It's kind of the same as football. Remember, State probably should have beaten. They probably should have beaten Memphis. Probably should have beaten LSU. Probably should have beaten Arkansas. Had some chances against Ole Miss. This team's the same way. Probably could have beaten LSU. Probably could have won at Alabama. Should have probably beaten Auburn. Had some chances against Kentucky. But they couldn't get it done. And that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. They don't care if you're close. And so we will come to an end. And now I guess it's time to start asking the question, so who replaces him? Who replaces Ben Allen as the head coach of Mississippi State? Obviously there's hot boards up. I would suggest if you're not already following Paul Jones over there at 24-7. He's the lead guy for men's I expect him to have a hot board Probably Shortly. as soon as – not long after this game finishes if State – If State loses, which, I mean, I'm going to give the edge to South Carolina right now because they're as playing better. They're playing, they're playing better. They have a little bit more to play for. And, they're, and I just think they're the better team right now. Yeah. The name that – Even if State wins, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine them advancing far in this tournament. Right. It's, so – The offense is just – it's just not there – well, they're two of what? You they're have, like two of forty something. Yeah, I, I don't even want to go look back at it. I, I was I was uh, called negative for doing that yes. the other day. So. so I feel like Matt McMahon, the Murray State head coach. I unfortunately feel like he is going to be number one on a lot of people's yeah. lists. I, I'm sure State would love to have mm-hmm. him, but he's probably going to be a guy that's going to be highly coveted. I mean, by right the off schools. the top of your bat, head in the SEC. Georgia and LSU will both reach out to him. If if LSU searches, if they for move him, on, Georgia certainly will reach out to him. You would think. Um, and then around the country, whatever Power Five jobs open, is up. Georgia a better job in state right now? I mean, from a from from a athletic easier department standpoint, and where they're at, maybe. Yeah, but from, it's certainly easier to recruit because there's going to be a ton of talent there in the Peach State. Stegman's pretty bad. The 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 facility state getting a new arena helps helps a yeah. lot. I think fan support. I mean. If they probably had a little more fan support than State this year 
and they were way worse. I feel like you could get State's fans back easier because football. They Georgia. don't care. They don't care about basketball right. as much. Right. Exactly. So, um, I've never understood why Georgia was not really good at all the big three. Sports. Georgia should be number number one in the nation. They should almost. be great at baseball too. The fact that they're not great at baseball is a tragedy. It doesn't make any sense. They should, and the fact that they had a national title before Mississippi State also a tragedy. Yeah. Um, Chris Jans is another guy whose name keeps popping up. Um, Bob Ritchie. Bob Ritchie, who. Poor guy suffered one of those oh my brutal God. losses. The, how about on that call, the announcer goes, Furman has not been to the SOA tournament since 1980 or Was that Tom Hart that got him? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, they got. So they, they, not only did they get reminded that they haven't been to the tournament in 40 years, mm-hmm. seconds later, they actually continue that drought by giving up a three pointer at the buzzer. Yeah, pretty rough. But, uh, but, but really good season for. He's Richie the guy that's going to be on, on, on the list. Uh, Jans is, is an interesting guy to me. I, you know, you look at his record. I'm pretty impressed by it. Uh, yeah. You know, he's been at New Mexico State. He had that little incident in a bar. But... Had a little incident, but, I mean, I feel like I'm always hypocritical because I have two daughters, and I don't want to yeah. be grabbing them. Right. But at the same time, we're talking about something that happened, what? Uh, I mean, he got fired for that He got fired that for job. It. He, he, he's been evidently a model citizen ever since. And 28-6, and 30-5, and 25-6, and 12-8 last year, and now back to 24-6, and six, and they won their conference. Uh, what is that, New Mexico State, the Big West, or the WAC? I don't know. What conference are they in? Does it say? It is the WAC. Um, WAC. The way he shoots free throws, WAC. <laughs> so the guy's just been a winner. Basically everywhere he's been. Yeah. Um, so I, I like I like what he does. He was a guy kind of on the fast track had he not had yeah, that incident. The incident, yeah. It, I, I think he would have been in a power five quickly. Yeah. Because he was winning at Bowling Green yeah. when that happened. And yeah. And then, you know, a few other names that are out there. Uh, is it Bucky? What's his name? The guy at Samford? Bucky Dent? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You got me on that one. Bucky McMillan. Bucky yeah. McMillan. Yeah. Interesting guy who's a career high school coach uh, at Mountain Brook there in in, 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 uh, in Alabama. Uh, Bur- is that in Birmingham? Yeah, right outside of Birmingham. Um, uh, he, he's one of those that like... Five state championships. High ceiling guy. Yes. But you just don't know. Just I mean, started his first year at Samford, which has been a perennial bad program. Um his first year there, obviously, they struggled a bit. But down this year, they've won 20-plus games. And uh, I guess they're probably not a tournament team, but at that program, 20, plus, 20 wins is, is doing pretty well. Really young guy. Very young, yeah. He's uh, he's 38. Yeah, so, I mean, he he's one of those that, like, you, you look 20. at him and you can see. like to see two more years. You can see in the future, you can see this guy being a star, but you can't take that's, that. That's a gamble. That's, that's a the, big gamble. He's the big gamble. He's like, yeah. if you take, taking him is, I'm trying to think, is it? Maybe sort of like Canizero. And I'm yeah. not saying, you know, the personal stuff. I'm saying... And even he had you more were taking, You were taking... Well, I mean, he had a, as an assistant. had never been yeah, a head coach. that's true. You were just like, this guy's young. He's dynamic. He's he's on the way up. Let's grab him first. So that's what that guy is. I think Jans and McMahon are a little bit more safer picks, obviously. Yes. McMahon is, like I said... I mean, this is the guy who picked John Morant out of the, out of the 
nobody was knew who that kid was, and he turned him into John Morant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this guy's going to land a major job yeah, quickly. It, here. it feels like if if something. I mean, I'll be totally honest with you. I know Duke has already like got the line of succession up, but that's a job where he should be being considered for. But yeah. it's not going to be. Um, yeah, because they're hiring. They're hiring Shire, the, right? Yeah, they're hiring. They got to hire from within because you know, Coach K. You know, made it so. He is the he's the king. Did you listen to our, our buddy Brandon Walker's rant on Coach K? I did not. I would suggest you do that because I know you you probably share the similar feeling. He's not a big Coach K fan. Oh, I would say that he is not after listening to that rant. Well, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say I share those feelings because I've always liked Coach K. I'm not a big Coach K guy. I'm not gonna understand that. I understand people that don't. They're guy tired who of preaches Duke. honesty. He's 76 years old and his hair's jet black. I, I mean, it could be all natural. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. You never know. You see my hair. All right, I'm Arabic, buddy. We we, we and he's been a he's been a head coach. He's been a head coach of a major program. Yeah. for forty years and he doesn't have any gray hair. I just respect Coach K, um, for the job that he's done there. I mean, that's he's he built Duke into a monster. Okay, well, they, and that's not. I mean, Duke was good before him. They were, but he he built them into what they are. So I mean, you got to respect him. You don't, don't have to. I don't have but, to do anything. Yeah, but well, anyway, you, can be, you can be you a piece of trash and not respect it. Calm down there. Ooh, Southern Miss all over Tulane and ha- down in Hattiesburg, seven to one in baseball. Yeah, Ugh. seven to one. No, Robbie, in in women's golf. Well, I didn't know if it was softball or what. <laughs> Why would I care? I don't know. Anyway. I didn't know they were playing. Now you know. All right, uh, tomorrow's show uh, preview uh, Mississippi State Princeton. And then I guess maybe recap the end of the Ben Hallen era. We'll see. Or we'll see if they live to fight another day. We'll find out what's going on there. Uh, also, just a heads up, no show on Monday. No show on Monday. Back with you on Tuesday to recap what happens with MSU Princeton. And if you'd like to blame someone for that, that would be me. Brian Haydad. I'm taking a day off. You get over it. Day, the, the days that Brian has taken off uh-huh. this year. Yeah. I had are COVID. Oh, okay. for t- for three weeks, Brian had COVID. For three you weeks, you heard me coughing. What? Are, I mean, can you still not do radio and cough? Come on. <laughs> Jeez, I hate you so much. All right, I did. It. I did radio with a broken freaking neck. No, you did. No, I didn't. But I'll give you not a me personally, but neck. this guy I know. Well, that, that that might be true. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian. Hey, Dad, thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.